<laughs> Welcome into a slice of beef episode 17. Uh, today we have on one of my oldest friends, not in age, yet he's just been around the longest. Uh, Taylor Volts Watts. Uh, yeah, so his nickname is Volts, but it's Taylor Watts. Fantastic human being, absolute heart of gold, and we'll have him on right away. But I just want to remind you guys that Slice of Beef is brought to you by Grandma Bear's Home Baking, located in aisle 7 of the Old Strathcona Farmer's Market in wonderful Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Go give them a visit and uh, say hi for me. I'm sure old Peter and Grandma Bear would love to see you, as much as they would love to hear about how great my podcast is. No, oh, oh. Why do I have a terrible computer? <laughs> Taylor, I'm my own producer. Oh, hey, it's going good. Hey, how's it going, Taylor? Are you happy to be here? Uh, miserable, actually. Miserable, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. And Just so all of your listeners know, all eight of them. Uh, uh, 13, thank you. Angus is currently holding a gun to my head, uh, and if I don't do this, he will shoot me. Well, yeah, how else do I have people come onto my podcast and talk for an hour? It's impossible, so this is the only way to do it. Yeah, exactly. So, unless you can tell everyone where the location is, because I'm not going to tell. I've been lying about Winnipeg this entire time. <laughs> well, Angus's address is as follows. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I'm excited to be here. Oh, I'm so glad to have you on. You... Uh, in my intro, I described you as my oldest friend because I think you've been around for the longest that I can remember anyone being around. Yeah, that's what I tell people about you. So. Okay, so at least <laughs> we're on the same plate, on the same page. Uh, just, yeah. Uh, okay. First of all, how do you describe our friendship? Uh, I would say. If anything, you're probably my nemesis, like the person <laughs> I have to conquer in order to ascend. So uh, I'm your Jim to your Dwight. Uh, you are the Dwight to my Jim, correct. <laughs> yeah, you wish, pal. Oh, uh, come on. With this, this handsome mug on my face? You gotta be kidding. <laughs> I mean, you do have a black belt, so you're more Dwightish than I am. Okay, okay. First of all, that's like... You use this as like an insult. Like this thing that I trained for years to get, right? And you throw it at me constantly as an insult. An insult, right? Oh, you you spent close to a decade training yourself and growing your mind and body to achieve this a pretty big accomplishment. I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to talk myself up too much, but uh, you know, can't have too much humility. So you know? you're saying if you but, got into a fight with Vladimir Putin, you couldn't win. Jump that you just made there. <laughs> well, Vladimir Putin has his black belt. Like he's got like a third degree black belt. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It is. <laughs> also, if you're Vladimir Putin's martial arts instructor, in what world are you not giving him a black belt? I, I like, think you like you, like you let him punch you, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, like we got the the barrier for entry for. Vladimir Putin to get a black belt had to be zero. Like, <laughs> had to be no work for him. Because oh. he'd just kill anybody that failed him. Yeah, right? Like, you know, you show up and you're like, 
Yeah, like first time teaching, like I'm teaching little kids. Oh, shit, Vladimir Putin right there. <laughs> All right, you get your black belt, sir. <laughs> yeah. Imagine like <laughs> Vladimir Putin shows up and it's his 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 introductory class and he's standing next to a a bunch of 6-year-olds <laughs> learning how to kick. <laughs> You can see, like, like, that would be hilarious. Oh, yeah, like, he just straight up wrecks one, and the parents can't do anything about it because the KGB are standing right there. Like, well, I guess we lost poor, like, I don't know, small Russian kid name. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, <laughs> boosh, there goes Yukoslav. Uh, no, that's not a thing. That's a country. Uh, Evgeny. It's hard to think of, like, Russian children's names. It really is. Which is probably a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> or they've just shut down their borders tight enough and don't let too many things get out of Russia every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that was a fun rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> uh, so, In all honesty, our friendship, I'll, I'll go back to that, the question that you asked. Uh, we argue a lot, but we got a lot of love for each other. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how do you describe yourself? Uh, pretty much, uh, just a stud. Um, just really, really straightforward. Never really joke around. Um, and that's a hundred percent true. So, uh, <laughs> so when I'm pulling up uh, photos for the Instagram page that I'm running uh, for a slice of beef that you're definitely following now. Um, I can find a 100% stud photo of you when you were like, let's say, 13? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, I don't... So, here's my problem. I don't have the the energy to go through my old social media feeds and, like, delete pictures of myself. Uh, which you never which should. Which is really a mistake. No, no, you gotta own those. I had a mullet, and, you, yeah. and like now and then I'll post a photo of it just so people know, like, this was a thing that happened, and we can't forget. Yeah, and yet I never see you post pictures of the skullet, which is weird. It's because there was um, f- very few photos of those. <laughs> yeah, you weren't very uh, photogenic. Oh, then. no, I was a very photogenic kid, it's just everyone else wasn't photogenic around me. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, and the shaved top of your head and fringe of hair along the base of your, the back of your skull had nothing to do with uh, the lack of photos. Got it. Yeah, yeah. You could just be <laughs> yeah. talking nonsense. I could just be agreeing with you and then kill you at the end of this podcast because I have you kidnapped, so good luck. That is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I like my chances, though. I'll All right. bite that bullet and spit it out at you. Wow, that's impressive. I love it. I yeah. love the confidence. So, a confident stud. So, if you're looking for a new boyfriend, ladies, uh, he lives near Edmonton. And um, I was actually going to ask this next question. Why do you have su- uh, such a heart of gold? Uh, <laughs> well, the real answer is um, I think when I was really young, um, well, first of all, the a big part of the answer is my parents. Um, Shout out Brent are, and Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Pretty generally, like, great, outstanding people who raised me really well. Um, and were, yeah, like, my, my dad is a pastor, and he's, 
he's now a chaplain at the U of A hospital and my mom is great and they 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 instilled that in me from a very young age of like kindness and helpfulness um and then I think in the younger school years I dealt with pretty severe bullying uh and yeah like I it was pretty intense at times and that just kind of gave me a sense of like understanding of what it feels like to be uh I'm trying to find the right word here like the outsider yeah and 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 to be rejected by people and to be even like just like on the outskirts of any given group and so I think that because of that I never want other people to have to go through that and so I try and do my best to make others feel welcomed accepted and and having a good time right yeah no that's that's the only way I would describe you heart of gold absolute stud and a champion in my mind um yeah well, I mean, if I'm going to tell people about you, I don't do it often, but when I do, it's like nothing but love and respect. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, uh, I, I should talk to you all the time. Oh, wait, am I allowed to swear? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I figured. I, I'm not going to lie. I did no research for this podcast. I, I What? You mean you're not one of my 13 <laughs> listeners? How dare you? <laughs> no, and I, uh, my, I apologize for that. My own father I, doesn't I listen anymore, so... <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I just constantly should talk to you all the time. I'm like, man, Angus, that dude's the worst. Uh, and that's not true at all. I always talk you up. <laughs> well, thank you. I mean, you wouldn't be the yeah. only person who shit talks me, but some of those people really mean it. So, you know, <laughs> but they're not yeah. on a podcast right now. So screw them. <laughs> if, uh, if you haven't, if your listeners haven't picked it up already, uh, only about like, 30% of what I say I actually mean um, I'm a pretty I, I'd say good naturedly sarcastic um, yeah yeah uh, I, I just try and make sure that when they first meet or hear me though because otherwise it leads to a really awkward situation <laughs> well I was that's why I gave you like the easy questions build yourself up first and then I was just gonna throw all the home like the hard pitches at you afterwards that way you know, you struggled, and I looked great. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, what was it like to actually get your black belt? Uh, it was like a, it was a pretty big accomplishment um, for in my life. Uh, I I so here's my whole thought on like being a black belt, I guess is like it has very little to do with um like how skilled you are I guess um like I wouldn't consider myself a skilled martial artist but I I spent years putting the work in uh training and working hard and I was committed to it and so and and being a black belt is a lot more than just like the belt that they put on you it's a lot more about like how you think right a black belt trains by 
like giving it their all in every like scenario that they can right they don't have to ask anything right um and and you stay focused and you stay respectful and all these things and and so in my many years of training i i saw people come in and and they were like instantly training like a black belt would and so i would consider them with the same respect that i would a black belt it was just about the matter of time until they achieved that right and then there's black belts who i've met who are like the laziest person i've ever met in my life and it's like what are you doing <laughs> like so yeah so long and short uh, you're saying i can't beat you with a bigger blacker belt <laughs> no uh <laughs> yeah it's, it's a it's a lot more about like how you think and changing how you approach life in general and martial arts and all this stuff and obviously i there is like the work that goes into it but uh yeah no it's it's a lot more about how you think and so i already felt like i was at the place of like mentally being a black belt but then getting the the achievement was yeah it was pretty big for me like i i spent a lot of years getting it (laughs) so (laughs) yeah well i mean you did it so good for you um all right now we're gonna jump into the more fun questions um, I just right. wanted to give you the acknowledgement of being a black belt because in my mind that's actually super cool, even though I tease you about yeah, it all the time. I try not to talk about it because I feel like any conversation where like I bring up uh, that I'm a black belt, it just makes me instantly a massive douchebag. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> so I appreciate it when people ask me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we gotta talk about your accomplishments, so. Yeah, exactly. All one of them. <laughs> All one of them. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, so I'm glad you did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who is weirder, you or your brother? Uh, what was that? Sorry. Who is weirder, you or your brother? Oh, that's a good question, actually. Um, controversial take, me. Uh, you haven't seen Zach in a couple of years. My brother's Zach. Yeah, I've been following him on Instagram, so I know that he's gone through, like, cool junior high school kid stuff, and I'm kind of like, oh, that doesn't make sense looking at Taylor's track record, so there's that. Well, he's in high school now. What? He's not in junior high anymore. No way. Yeah. He's going into 11th grade. No way. Uh Uh-huh. Man. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, he's, uh, we're both a little weird but he's much more like normal and I guess like the eyes of society um (laughs) I hope he listens to this I'd say I'm a little bit more well adjusted (laughs) like (laughs) he's uh he's a little weird like um in the way he views the world in my opinion but uh you know he did have a rat tail for many which (laughs) Not as bad as a skullet, but still. Was he copying uh, uh, my mofo? Mojo? I don't think so. No, he was I just doing his own thing? Okay. Yeah, but uh, it, would, it, it was very Angus energy. I'll say that at the very least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, now he's a little bit more normal, but I'm a little bit more uh, mentally all there, if you know what I mean. Well, I mean, you are also 22, and he's 16, so... Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I was... 
I had my moody years, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> Edgy Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what a time. <laughs> uh, what was, what's the one moment you look back and you're like, wow, I was so edgy and that's so cringy. Why was I like this and why didn't anyone stop me? Um, I don't really get made... So, like, it would be, like, anytime we were, like, sitting at the family dinner table and I would get, like, upset at something. I'd be, I'm so done with you. And I'm still made fun of about that <laughs> by my family. Um, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'm so done with you. Like, it's such a class, like, like, that's ripped out of, like, straight out of, like, a teen, like, uh, rom-com or whatever. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Who is better at foosball, you or me? Me. You? No! A hundred percent me. Okay, buddy. When I get back to Alberta, we're going. We're going to find a foosball table. I'll kick your ass. I will crush you. You wish. I'm. So like, here's what I'd say. I think if you took like really good foosball players and then average foosball players, I'm in the middle there. Um. So I'd say I'm like good, so, but, I, but I don't want to like be braggadocious or anything. But, but, I mean, who's actually bragging about being a good foosball player? Exactly. Well, <laughs> douchebags is the answer. Uh, but I don't think those guys are douchebags. I think they're just really lonely. <laughs> yeah. I a, Any person who doesn't, like, who hasn't spent a significant amount of time playing foosball, I could beat easily. Oh, yeah, easy. Yeah. But uh, I just know that I wouldn't be able to let you win uh, in my heart of hearts. You know, so so if we're doing a day of like mock Olympics, you versus me in like let's say a hundred meter dash, we're gonna do do like a quick bike ride, we're gonna do a foosball game, air hockey, and ping pong, and I'm let's say a pie eating contest. Who's coming out on top with the most gold medals? Okay, that's a good question. All right, run me through them one at a time. Okay, hundred meter dash. You win. Okay, uh, we're gonna go with twenty laps in the pool. At the Leduc Rec Center. Shout out the Leduc uh, Rec Center. That's a hard one. I don't know how good a swimmer you are. Uh, I, well, I was a lifeguard. Mm, I'll give that one to you. Okay, okay. So let's move. Okay, so you say you're going to take foosball. I'm taking foosball. Okay. Ping pong? Ooh, yeah, you'll probably take that one as well. Right on, okay. Uh, where were we? Um, air hockey? Air hockey, I take that one. Oh, you wish. Uh, okay, so we have two more events. That one would be a, a closer than foosball, though. Ugh, you wish. So, yeah, I, I would have thought foosball would be way closer. Like, it'd be a 10-9 game, and then one of us would absolutely destroy at air hockey. <laughs> uh, no, I think, I, I think I'm probably better than you at foosball. Like, mm. by a little bit. Wow, okay. <laughs> not, like, not like where it's, like, you could never beat me, but where it's like, let's say like seven to eight out of ten times, I'm winning that game. Wow. Let's say eight out of ten times. All right, well, I got to get back to LaDuke just to prove you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and we will document the whole whole day of events. Got it. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, um, okay. Air hockey. Air hockey, 
uh, we decide you win that uh, pie eating contest. Now you gotta understand, oh, me, hands down, no buddy. Contest. Do you not understand what my lineage is? Angus, I, you're a maker of pies. I'm an eater. No, of no, pies. no, no. You understand? Like I have zero pie making skills. It's all down the gullet. Yeah, I I would crush you. Oof. Also, okay, so it, is this like how many pies you can eat, or is this how many pies you can eat in this period of time? So, how many pies can you eat in a matter of fifteen minutes? 15 minutes, I'm still winning. You wish. I don't know why I even asked, because the answer is me. Okay, so you're wrong again. Um, and then, final event, uh, going into the evening, uh, we have one game of beer pong. Uh, this one's a little hard, because I, so I don't get drunk. Okay, uh, no, no, so the game is just to win. You're not looking to incapacitate your opponent. Okay. Is there actual beer in the cup? Of course. Okay. So one beer per one beer per cup. One beer per cup. One beer per cup. Yeah. And then we're gonna go Uh, with a general beer of let's say between four and a half and five percent. So PBR, for example. Okay. So I so even though I don't get drunk, I actually have a pretty high like alcohol tolerance. Okay. Um. Like, it, it's really, like, I, I've only ever been tipsy one time in my life, and I I had to be, like, six beers in. Um, so I'd say I'd still win, because I've got pretty good, like, I can throw small objects in, into things pretty well. So you're saying you so pick up small I, children and throw them all the time. <laughs> wow, how dare you? I'm going to tell everyone to stay away from their kids. Yeah. No, but like I, like, we used to play a game called Moneyball, which is like small pieces of paper into like a dustbin, and I crush at that. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm so good at that game. Okay, but like, you gotta Uh, understand, piece of paper going into a, like, garbage bin versus a ping pong ball going into a solo cup. Yeah, but it's a similar throw. So I'm gonna take it, I think that wouldn't really be, it, it depends on who if I get an early lead or not. That one's closer to 50-50, but I think I take it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having never played beer pong before. Okay. <laughs> That's where the ignorance and confidence come in. Um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, boy. Uh, I, I had another question going into that, but I didn't write it down, so go me. Um, so we'll go into, (laughs) we'll go into the question that I love the most that has divided us to our cores, a North Korea versus South Korea, if you will, in ideologies, is a burger Uh, a sandwich? No. Can you explain yourself, please? Okay. So, I think my best explanation of why I think a burger is not, or sorry, of why I know a burger is not a sandwich. Why I know a burger is not a sandwich is as follows. I'm going to set up a, a, a scenario for you here. Alright? Okay. You walk into a restaurant. Alright, you go into that restaurant and you sit down and you pull out the menu. And this one works either way. And you, Okay? So, so you look at the waitress when she comes up to you and you're like, 
you know, I'm feeling a little rambunctious today, a little bit uh, adventurous. Bring me your best sandwich. All right? And she walks out of that kitchen with a burger, you're pissed. Am I, though? Inversely, if you ask for a burger and she brings you a normal sandwich. All right? I get that they're similar and I'd say they're in the same, like, food family, right? But they're not, a burger is not a sandwich. Right? Because they're different things. So, going on to our best friend, Google here, and looking up, is a burger a sandwich? The answer is, hands down, yes. Okay, but like, here, here's my thing. Anything that you're Googling, like, Google's a great tool. I'm, never, I'm not going to knock Google as, like... So you use Bing. How dare tool. you? But, like, it's only giving you answers that somebody out there somewhere has given as an answer already, right? So that's just pulling from the most popular opinion. So it's popular doesn't mean it's right. So okay, okay. I know in my heart of hearts the burger is not a sandwich. So it looking here at the great Google, uh, because I don't use Bing like a degenerate like you, um they are a hot <laughs> sandwich. So if I went to said restaurant and said, Hey Ms. Waiter, um what are the uh, sorry, waitress, server? What's the proper terminology these days? I don't know. Um I think they both work. Okay. I don't, I don't think waitresses are going to come at you being like, excuse me, it's servers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but some someone's going to be angry about it. Either way, moving on. If they don't One like of it. my 13 followers, <laughs> listeners, will be angry about this. Damn it, now I'm down to 12. Okay, um, <laughs> so, but if I say to said waitress or server, whatever the term is that you prefer, um... I say, hey, could you get me your best hot sandwich? She would bring me a burger. Her answer to you is going to be, we have burgers. But it's not going to be, oh, I'll, yes, I'll go get you our best hot sandwich. Yeah, so, but she could also bring me a chicken burger or a... Now, and so this is where I'm going to get ridiculed. I do think that a chicken burger could... Uh, it depends on how the chicken burger is made. But I think that could classify as a sandwich. You're ridiculous. I've lost all respect at this point. Okay, so what about like a pulled pork so sandwich? I, but that's, that's only the case if the chicken burger is like one chicken breast that's breaded and deep fried. Like, I don't, like if it's like ground chicken that's been made into a patty, I think that would be a burger. Wow. Well, okay, what about pulled pork? Because that's essentially the same thing. That is the pork equivalent that of That is not the same thing. That is so... That is not the same thing. So you're... You can't say pulled pork is the same thing as a burger. But it is. That is a pulled you, pork sandwich. You... Okay, so you have your onions on a burger and your pulled pork. You probably have a little bit of lettuce and maybe a tomato. Guess what you're putting on your burger there, Taylor? A little te- lettuce, tomato, onion. Okay, but like, you're, it's not a ground beef patty. That is what but it's shredded pork. It's the exact same thing. Shredded so it, beef, it is, shredded pork. Just a different no, animal. No, no. Shredding, first of all, shredding is totally different from... Right? And, and, okay, I'll say this. At one point, a burger was a type of sandwich. Okay? At one point in time... So thus it's still a sandwich. No, it, it is now its own thing. 
it has carved out its spot in the world of being its own thing. The first burger ever made? Yeah, that would have been classified as a sandwich at the time because they didn't know, oh, there's this whole genre of food that's about to be created. This is the worst logic burger, I've ever heard. No, no, a burger is now its own category. That's a, there's a reason they put burgers and sandwiches. But they could put hot okay. sandwiches and cold sandwiches. Yeah, but it, nobody does that because it's dumb. It's a colloquially, or a, like a, what's that word? Uh, it's just a term. It's just a different term. A, a synonym, if you will. Cinnamon, synonym. Synonym. Well, first of all, you can't even say that word. Shut but, up. Uh, <laughs> cinnamon? Is it cinnamon? Yeah, it's a synonym. It's synonym. Uh, Just like grammar used to make. An asshole about it. Uh, but, uh, no, it's like, it is its own thing. It has created its own food genre forms for itself. Okay. It's the same, like, like nobody in their right mind, again, and I quote, right mind, because I know there are people who say this, but they're all insane, would call a hot dog a sandwich. It's a submarine sandwich. Oh my goodness, you're an idiot. <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay, <laughs> what? That is more No, no, no. So, listen to me. So, when you go to Subway, what are those, what are the people working behind the counters called? Sandwich X. Sandwich artist. You don't eat Subway. Taylor. Okay. So someone. Like, everybody praises Subway as this amazing. Like, it's not good. Like, if I'm having fast food, give me, like, greasy, deep fried fast food. Don't give me Subway. Okay, so I guess, like, DNR on Taylor. Uh, Okay, why are you stopping for a bite to eat if you're looking for fast food? Uh, if I'm looking for fast food, uh, it depends, really. Okay, so uh, if we're looking for quickness. Yeah, like, I, I'm personally, I've become a bit of a, what they call a food snob. Um, so, like, I usually like to stop at, like, small, like, local chains. If we're talking about, like, the chains, though. Yes, we're talking about um, the chains. Yeah, I'm getting one of two things. I'm going to Wendy's. And I'm getting the Asiago Ranch Chicken Club, which is really good. Or I'm going to McDonald's. I'm getting chicken nuggets with hot mustard sauce mixed with McChicken sauce, which is really good. Okay. And if you're looking for not timely, you've got some time to kill to go to a quote-unquote fast food place that really isn't fast food. It's just they make burgers. Where are you going? Well, no, that it's still like fast food, but it's just like it's a more of like a local spot. Okay, okay. Um, uh, in Leduc, uh, I'm probably going to get either Ryan's Drive-In, okay. which is a good burger place, or Bashaw's. Bashaw's going there and so. Okay, so, so uh, no, uh, not. on the last, no, no, it's just Bashaw's. Don't don't get this don't wrong. Air, yeah, that's what I'm um, Okay. On my last podcast, I asked my guest, what what makes a perfect donair? What makes the perfect donair for you? Okay. Um, I like the little um, purple pickled stuff. Like, 
uh, the are you asking, like, what's my donair? Like, what do I put in my donair? Yeah, yeah, what do you put in the donair? Yeah, okay, so yeah, I like those little, like, purple pickle things. I don't know what they're called. Pickle turnips. Yeah, pickle turnips. Um, banana peppers. I do extra sweet sauce mm. and some tzatziki sauce. Oh, you mix them? Yeah, um, I just like them, and I like lots of sauce on my donair. Um... This is maybe a controversial take, but, like, I don't like too much meat in my donair. I feel like it's, it like, it's overwhelming. And it's, like, it's like when a, like, a burger or a sandwich has, like, way too much bread or way too much meat. And then none of the toppings can shine through. So I, I don't, like, the Bashaw's donair in the Duke has, like, the Sasquatch, which is, like, massive it's like a small baby but it's a donair uh and like it's too much for me like i can't do it um so i get a smaller sized donair and then oh yeah onions gotta get onions on there red Um, or white red yeah red i i just like red onions better in general okay uh because then you get, like, the color as well as, like, they're a little bit sharper. They're a little bit more um, intense. You get more of the onion flavor coming through. Okay. Oh, and tomatoes. I get tomatoes as well. So you just show up for the uh, vegetable tray with a touch of meat. Uh, well, no. I, I want, like, I, like, obviously there's more meat than everything else. But, like, I don't want, like, so much meat that I... Like and getting some bites that are only meat, right? Like, I want a little bit. I want to be able to like get my mouth around it. Uh, that's what she's doing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, were you that funny? Uh, <laughs> it really wasn't that funny, but I thought of it, and there was no going back from that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like I. I, I just don't want, like, a massive, massive donair where, like, the meat is so overwhelming. So, long and short, you're oh. a punk ass about your donair, so that's what we know about you now. It's all about balance. It's all about balance. Uh, okay. So, moving on, are raviolis technically sandwiches if they have a little crust on them? No, you're a moron. Well, that's definitely wrong. So raviolis are sandwiches. Are soups stews? And are stews soups? Okay, so I... Because I think this was like the OG question that really got us talking one day. Yeah, and I, I, I understand now, like, the answer is no. But, like, that's actually one where it's like, I think they're a little bit closer than a lot of people give them credit for. Like... If you're if you're having a soup party and somebody brings a stew, I'm not gonna be mad about it. Or like if I ask for like a soup at a restaurant and they bring me out a stew, like I'm not gonna be mad about it. I don't know. I'd be a little upset because that's like cutting into my main course of my meal, where stews are heavy and chunky, where soups are light and fun. Yeah, but you can get like different, like like soup and stew are so like diverse that it's like you can get a little bit of either with either mm, okay. 
Right? You, what, there's chunkier, you... heavier soups out there. Okay, so yeah, chunkier, but like if you have a thick soup, you definitely have a stew at that point, right? I don't think so. I don't know. I I honestly haven't looked that much into like the actual differences. We need Dean on here to. Okay, so us. okay, but when I say but, uh, what okay, what's a stew to you? What is the base of a, a stew? stew? So a stew is like pieces of meat and vegetables that have been stewed in broth or whatever for a very long time. So they've stewed in their own juices, whereas a soup, yeah. you're not doing that so much there, pal. Yeah. But, like, like what I'm saying is, like, so, like, if we're going by purely, like, definitions of stuff, yeah, obviously they're not the same. Okay. Right? And, like, yes, okay, could a burger be classified as a sandwich? Yes. There we go. So That's all I about, wanted to hear. No, 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 no. I didn't say that it is a sandwich. Could it be classified? Yes. Yes, so you are However, agreeing with me. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, is, like, there's more to, like, the meaning of things and words and stuff than just, like, what things could be classified as. Or, like, the definition of things, right? Like, I, I, anyway, like... Do you get what I mean by that? <laughs> so you're just um, backing, like backtracking really hard here because you know I'm right, is what you're saying. No, I, what I'm fi- saying is, is that like there's more to things than like the scientific analysis of it. There's like how it's used in the world. It, there's how, like what people understand when you say that word, right? It's like people who get really mad about like when somebody uses a word in like a way that it's not originally intended. But it's like, okay, but you got what I meant, right? Yeah, but everyone gets mad when I say, can I have a fag when I mean a smoke? But, it, you know, everyone can call each other whatever they want okay, to call each other. there we've got a difference in that that word that you said that I won't is a, is a slur. Right? And so that's it's, always going to be associated with that. It's going to be right? a, sur- a slur if I use it incorrectly, but if I'm asking for a dart in the incorrect form, I'm not meaning it to slur anyone. I'm just asking for a smoke. Right, but that word has a history of hatred, and and your the argument that you're making right now is my argument working against you. Oh, shit. Right? Because <laughs> <laughs> what you're saying is like... Um, it's like, oh, it's just a word, right? It me- it can mean this thing. But what I'm saying is, yes, but that word has meant this horrific, awful thing for decades, or centuries, not even decades, well, right? Well, more couple decades, but carry no, on. Centuries. No. Because, cause, no, the, you know the, the origin of that word? The, the F word? Yes. I'm, I'm aware yeah. of it. It's like they used to use gay people as like the thing that they burn witches with or whatever like Ooh. centuries ago okay so I've heard something different that's... and now I feel really dumb because holy cow that is dark yeah really dark really really <laughs> dark and now it's become this thing where it's like like in the modern day it's been used as hateful against uh, homosexual people it's true right? and so it's like that's why you don't use that word ever Huh. Right? Because it has this meaning in the world. 
That's yeah. my opinion, anyway. Okay, but I mean, transferring from witches to smokes, I think that's a little bit funny. I would disagree, but I, I, I mean, don't know where, uh, like, that use of, like, cigarettes, I'm not, like, I'm not gonna use like, it, like, cigarettes comes from, because it could be different, right, but I true. don't know. I don't know, English terms are just funny sometimes. Yeah, English is a messed up language. It really is. Like, like, down in New Zealand, they were just, like, calling kids pussies, I'm like, yo, you can't say that, that's not cool, and they're like, no, no, it's totally cool in New Zealand, I was like, ah, cool, still not gonna say it at all. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's uh. <laughs> and well, and and in New Zealand and Australia, like. Oh, like, I dropped if the you C. Don't swear down there, like you're. You're not speaking English. I I dropped the c word on a frequent basis because I just like to use it because they used it so much down there, so I kind of picked it up. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> It's a weird word. That's a weird word, man. Oh, see, I've got no shame about it. Like, my sister and I, we'll say it to each other all the time. Like, I won't mean it like, I hate you. It's just like, that's how we say it to each other. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. there's obvious love there. I'm not just going to be, like, looking out for fights and being like, yeah, I'm going to call you the C word because that's definitely going to bring us closer together. Mm-hmm. It yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, I don't know. Like, it, it, language is, like... And, like, this is, like, one of the big talks of today, right? Where it's, like, you can't say some of these words anymore. And I actually think that's a good thing, right? Like, it costs me nothing not to say the, the three-letter S word, yeah. right? Like, nothing at all. And it hurts people when I say it. And so I just don't say it, right? Like, but some people are, like, this is infringing on my rights. And I'm, like, but, like, move on. <laughs> Yeah. This isn't the fight to fight. <laughs> I think some things that, like, I don't know, I'm ranting now, but, like, yeah, let's hear you cancel out. culture <laughs> has brought about are bad. Like, in particular, I think cancel culture is, on the whole, not had a great effect. But then there's, like, the sides of cancel culture and, like, the modern movement that are, like, oh, that's great. Like, hey, we should be outing molesters and rapists and pedophiles. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> like those are been... like I, I guys who've made these comments ten years ago, even four or five years ago. I would hope that they've changed their opinions. If they haven't, then like yeah, absolutely get them out of there. But if they're like yeah, no, I'm genuinely remorseful. Like I'm remorseful about what I said about six minutes ago because I was like oh, I didn't really understand it and I thought I was being yeah. funny. But no, thank you for teaching me. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. So will I bleep it out uh, in my post edit? Yes, I will. Um, but I think guys who have like you know they're like I'm genuinely sorry. I kind of forgot that I tweeted that kind of nonsense. I tweet a lot of bullshit. You know I'm sorry. And I think if they come out and like they're genuine about it, great. But you know this idea where it's like oh we got to get them out of there asap. Don yeah. che- like Don Cherry, it sucked that he had to go, but there's no changing that old dog. And he said he wouldn't apologize. So. You know, his time was done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's just like, I, I obviously there's like a difference in severity between all these things that are happening, yep. right? Like, because Harvey Weinstein, that dude should rot in prison for the rest of his life. Yep. Right? Like, for the things that he has done. But, like, some guy who, or some person who's tweeted something and 
either in the time was a different person or didn't understand the context of what this thing was. Like, I think there's, assuming that person has grown, there's room to forgive that person, I guess, or to see, like, who that person has become now Mm -hmm. versus just instantly canceling everybody who's ever done anything. Yeah, because then we're all canceled. Like, yeah, it's exactly. this idea that they need to cancel, uh, like, George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. It's like, yeah, those guys were a product of their time. I think if they were around now, I doubt that they would be genuine dicks like that, known people. But who's to say? Um, yeah. Or even, like... Well, in those conversations, I'm just, like, not super interested in having. Yeah, that's I fair. I mean, uh, here's, here's what I'll say. is like, it's important to understand that, like these people were what they were, right? Like, but at the same time, it's it, like, it's, I'm able at the very least to take the positive out of what I can from these historical figures and understand that the rest of it was what it was. Yep. Right? And so, like, yeah, was George Washington a slave owner? Yep. Yes. Does that mean we can't learn anything positive from him? No. Does that mean that I'm endorsing slavery or that it was A-OK that George Washington had slaves? Also, no. So, I hey, Learning so much today in today's podcast. I think this is the most I've ever learned at all. <laughs> and I'm the host. <laughs> I'm good. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, this is why I've kept you around for, I, what, we got to be pushing 15 years, 16 years? 18. Are you, no. Oh In shit! I'm 24. Yeah, <laughs> I, we moved here almost 18 years ago. That's insane. Yeah, I can't believe I, you dealt with me through I, all of that. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> no one should. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been uh, you've come a long way. I'll say that at least. Yeah, that's uh, that's the minimal way to put it. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, there were rough years in there at different times. Yeah, I could just shake my head at all those times. It's like, I wish I was there just to babysit me and just cuff me up the head every, upside the head every now and then be like, no, don't be dumb. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. So who would win in a fight? Uh, Glenda the Good Witch from The Wizard of Oz or Ron Weasley from Harry Potter? me on the spot here with my lack of Wizard of Oz knowledge. <laughs> um, I'd probably say Ron Weasley only because I don't know what Glenda the Good Witch can really do. Well, we know like, she can float honest. down from bubbles so and send people back to Kansas. <laughs> so what's Ron Weasley going to do in Kansas? <laughs> she came down in her bubble and she's wearing a crown, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason I had That's this I... question shoehorned into this, so I could play that clip leading into it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, That's how I should have answered when you asked how I would describe our relationship, is just watch that video. <laughs> See, I think, I don't know, I'm going to put it somewhere in this uh, whole clip, because it kills, I watched that thing seven or eight times, and... If you go, yeah, we're going to say that it goes back to the beginning of the podcast. 
if that describes mine and Taylor's friendship to the absolute max. I watched it six, seven times yeah. before you hopped on here. I was pissing myself laughing because it's so funny still. <laughs> uh, see, and for me, it's like, yeah, like, obviously, classic video, like, all-time, super funny, just, like, encapsulates, like, that total feeling. But for me, it's also, like, Angus. That's me and Angus. And so I've always had, like, a real special attachment to that. <laughs> oh, I always will. Uh, um, well, whoever, which yeah. one of us dies first? Uh, I think the other has to read that as a monologue. Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to slam poet it if you die first. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the way that I'm living, odds are it's going to be me first. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just assuming. Yeah, well, if we're going to speculate, yeah, it's me. <laughs> A betting man would say. <laughs> Vegas has really good odds on me to go first. So, you know, if you want to call them up, let them know that you're betting everything you own on Taylor because it's probably going to pay out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh jeez. Um <laughs> Okay, who would Okay, this is a real question. Bear versus gor- grizzly bear versus gorilla. Grizzly bear versus gorilla. Yes, grizzly bear versus gorilla. I'm giving it to a grizzly bear every time. You are? Yeah. Okay. I can get I can get behind that. Cuz a grizzly bear is as strong as a gorilla is, but like also has claws and is bigger and teeth and I just feel like they're more vicious in general See, but if and, he... and they're like tankier right like they've got like a really thick coat and like fat layers and stuff like I just don't see any situation between those two animals where like a, a gorilla is coming out on top see I was going to try to make arguments about you the only one I've got is gorillas also have a wicked a set of fangs and a decent bite force. I don't think it's the same as a grizzly bear, but the only yeah. thing is that those poseable thumbs, like you gotta think that those are capable of doing some damage. Yeah, but like to a grizzly bear. Also, by the time the, the gorilla is like anywhere in the ability to use its opposable thumbs to do any damage to the grizzly bear, if the grizzly bear is already falling in mm-hmm. and like it's scratched up and dying. <laughs> Dang. Now I wish I was like a billionaire so I could do crazy shit like that. <laughs> now you're gonna have the animal rights people on, yeah. See, that'd be like my one crazy billionaire idea. It's like I just want to see who would f- win in that fight. I feel like that would be like in reality a lot less enjoyable than it is it, in theory. Okay, yeah, it'd be terrible to watch. Like you're, you know, you're knowingly killing at least one or two animals. Yeah, gorgeous animals. Gorgeous animals, endangered animals too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know, if, if but, you're uh, a billionaire, you can you know throw a 500 mil at some organization, and be like, hey man, just build so much more area so we can protect it from shitty people. I'm just one yeah. shitty person doing one shitty act, rather than many shitty people doing many shitty acts. Yeah, I don't know. I the fact that like there's so much money in this world and. So little is going to solve the actual problems the world has really pisses me off sometimes. Oh, buddy, I like sometimes like uh, practice um, political speeches in my head so I can do something kick ass for this world and be like remembered as that like that one cool 
Prime Minister of Canada. <laughs> I'd vote for President Angus. Well, thank you. So I could be appointed to some sort of cabinet position. <laughs> <laughs> Can you be the woke person in my cabinet, but like you're woke, but you're not woke to be a jackass? You're just like the right amount of woke? Cabinet uh, of wokeness? <laughs> Yeah, I'll be I'll be chairman of the cabinet of wokeness. That sounds good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right. So Angus uh, Angus for prime minister uh, twenty I believe twenty twenty four is when we're due for another one. So you know support me and my made up party, and uh, we'll do great yeah. things for Canada. Yeah. What would you name your party? Oh. Like we're live. <laughs> We're we're conser how, how would I phrase this? We're liberal in the fact that we want to be conservative about everything. So you know we'll do all the social programs that save money pro- money in the long run. So today you're losing money. Tomorrow everything's way better. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a long name, no, but uh, uh, maybe, maybe the Tomorrow Party. Yeah. Uh, man, <laughs> that's actually like. That's a good way of, like, arguing conservatism. Because I think, like, I mean, like, these days, like, everything's so divided. It is. It's like, like, you have to believe everything if you're on this side, right? Where it's like, hey, we can be, like, fiscally responsible and still invest in programs that help people. Right? Like, (laughs) yeah. And in fact investing in things and certain programs creates fiscal conservatism in the long run but i mean it's just hard for people to see that sometimes and it's it's very frustrating but you know yeah (laughs) unfortunately i just wasn't all there to go take uh political sciences so you know probably won't go into that running but man it'd be nice to just do some minor changes (laughs) yeah i would pay real money to sit in a poli-sci class in which you were taking <laughs> and like just see the arguments that take place you should come to my radio broadcasting mornings we go to like we could change the world if it was, they allowed the 18 of us to argue about it <laughs> 18 18 uh, geniuses thank of you Angus's peer, 18 of Angus's peers uh, arguing in a Manitoba radio broadcasting class hey man little did we know that's they were the ones who could change the world yeah it really is especially when you got your fiery albertan waking up two hours before class and deciding to rip on everyone for being idiots (laughs) (laughs) so i'd be a great leader (laughs) sure (laughs) (laughs) would i change the rules and basically become a benevolent all great leader yes but that would take several elections to pull off. <laughs> yeah. You know um, the power runs to my head way too quick. Oh, it, it, it would be like, <laughs> you, it, you'd be two weeks in and all of a sudden you'd be power tripping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing with Vladimir Putin and the guy that's running North Korea? Oh, yeah, we don't talk about it, but uh, we're looking at a dictatorship in the next two to three weeks. <laughs> Yeah. So, also don't vote for me in 2024 when I'm running for Prime Minister. 
<laughs> if you thought Donald Trump was bad, welcome to Angus. <laughs> Changes the, the national anthem to be a Pearl Jam song. <laughs> Whoa, bro, don't be ripping on Pearl Jam. And anyways, it would be a tragically hip song. <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> Bob Cajun would be our national anthem, or Grace too. Yeah. <laughs> Can I be completely honest with you? I've literally never been listened to a Pearl Jam song. Why? <laughs> Taylor, okay, when we're done this, go look up Black by Pearl Jam. Uh, see, I feel like I pretended to hate them to piss you off for so long. It's like, can I really give this up? No, you're, I mean, yes, you can. <laughs> I don't think so. I think you should. Alright, I'll look them up. I'll yeah. Them up. Black by Pearl Jam, I promise. Game changer. Got it. Um, do. Okay, what is the worst thing that I've ever sent to you via Instagram? Oh, that- that's a good question. Uh, I don't remember. You send me a lot of things on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> see, for me, the more egregious things aren't like the like bad things that you send. It's more than just like, because like, I can move past that and I'm like, Angus, stop being an idiot. <laughs> for me, it's just the memes that are like, not good (laughs) like they're just like very like they've been on the internet for like six years and all of a sudden I get a Angus sending me like a one slur meme (laughs) that's that's just like the first full meme that I could think of but uh like I don't know I maybe I'm a bit of a meme snob but so what is your favorite meme you send me a lot of basic memes shut your mouth (laughs) <laughs> I'm ruining all your your street cred. I your have internet cred. Everyone knows I have no street cred. I literally complain about the Oilers half the time. <laughs> uh, like uh, half the memes you send me are just like memes from Tumblr eight years ago. <laughs> but sometimes they're still funny, bro. Yeah, <laughs> debatable. <laughs> wow, how dare you rip on some poor Tumblr girls? tumble i do have to say i do have to say you sent me this alex jones meme a little while ago and that was a good one which one was it i like that one uh dad's after sitting in a recliner for five seconds oh and then just sleeping (laughs) it's sleepy time right now (laughs) yeah that's what it was makes incredible I love the Alex Jones memes. Terrible person. Like, just a very bad person. See, like, listen, I don't agree with a lot of the things that I say. Or the things that he say. He says, holy. Oh, yeah, that's something that happened. Um, Either way, but he's, I think he comes at it with a genuine heart. And, like, that's the tough thing, right, is... I think he means so well, but he's just fallen into the rabbit hole so far that it's just, it's no buenos. I think I'm a little bit more cynical than you are in this situation. I, I think you are. But when aren't you <laughs> more cynical? Like, not really right wing, basically at all. And so like, 
Yeah, it just like it's not my thing. <laughs> that's fair. Like, see, and like that's the thing is, I'm this year I'm discovering where I actually lie within the political spectrum, and it's funny because like I, yeah. you, you know, like the BS political spectrum test that you can do online. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like a Ron Swanson, where I'm just like super free and like open mind, or like kind of open minded about things. But I'm also like, well, if I'm gonna live in a capitalist society, society, I'm going to struggle. So I might as well just go yeah. be a capitalist. But in my heart, I'm a liberal, libertarian. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Which is like libertarianism is generally pretty capitalist. Which is wild. Because, like, I'm all for just people, like, listen, billionaires suck in my mind. I kind of want people on, like, a get-by basis. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just, like, you know, as long as everyone's fed and we're good to go, you can make your billion dollars every year. I don't give a shit. But, yeah, you know, let, let's make sure we get everyone up to a half-assed playing level, right? Yeah. Like... See, so I'm, so... <laughs> I'm, like politically and like economically like I'm maybe a little bit less critical of capitalism than some people in that I think it has it has values some value it has value I won't deny the value that capitalism has it sucks yeah like it also just sucks so bad yeah and so like I'm like hey mix all these things together right like take the best of every system and put it together in a society. Yeah. Right? Like, social programs. Good. good. Uh, some level of equalization of wealth. Good. good. However, like, I also want to be able to, like, make it. Right? And I want to have that that push. I, I think great art gets made in, a lot more in a capitalist society. Like, I do. That's interesting. <laughs> right? When you've got that that passion to, like make it right but i don't know well it was funny during this pandemic is like so many people had free time and they are getting that more or less basic income covered through that yeah. through the serb um i was just, i'm wondering how much like etsy um like providers grew or how many independent artists started um channels on instagram or anything like that like i'm kind of curious to see how that went you know what i mean mm-hmm well, and that's hard because it's such a small sample size on the large scale of things. Yep. Like, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. This year has felt like a decade. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, remember when we were making memes about like World War Three? Three. <laughs> remember like, when Australia was on fire and killed yeah. ten billion animals? <laughs> yeah. What feels like eight years ago? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god! Remember Greta Thunberg? Yeah, uh, I'm actually pro Greta Thunberg, but I don't want to argue about. Oh that. no, no, no! I actually have zero beef with her. I, th- I think bringing an opportunity to, um, or bringing a voice to nature as a young person is really important. Um, I think, yeah. but as a guy who's worked the oil fields, I genuinely feel like, you know, you can't just kill a culture like that immediately. It has to be like, I, I personally, I think they should have started phasing out the oil fields. 10 to 15 years ago and turning them more green mm-hmm. but yeah, but no. so but i mean obviously you can't just kill a whole industry so but take the time with it and you know mm-hmm. again alberta should be not just an oil sector but 
you know yeah that's just me like i and honestly it's actually what you were talking about earlier with like hey in the short term this might be more money to like more cost for you in the long term however you will make so much more money off of renewable energy sources yeah than you will off of gas and oil (laughs) yeah because it's gonna run out it will like we know that for a fact. Well, and when, I I, I don't I, I don't disagree with that necessarily. The one thing that I do struggle with is that that was um, Rockefeller. Uh, he had said that originally, and he hadn't done any sort of testing to it. So like I don't know. That's one of those things I always kind of am skeptical about. Well, like it's a finite resource. Yeah, but I mean, right? we've, like, but we've had animals dying on this planet from. Anywhere from six thousand years to several million years. Yeah, but and I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to claim to be some sort of expert on the oil refi like oil, no, like the process of making oil, or like how oil like works <laughs> occurs. But um, like we burn a lot of oil. Oh, buddy, <laughs> like a lot. Of you oil. live in Alberta. You know how many guys are running their diesel trucks at night. <laughs> yeah no and it's just like it beyond that like constantly we're burning oil and at a rate that like eventually the it, stuff that is under the earth will run out I'm not saying it's even necessarily in our lifetime but eventually it will and then there's the argument of like oh hey we know that oil damages our environment right like there, if you <laughs> these things happen because we burn oil. Yeah. Why don't we start looking at alternatives? Well, and even oil spills, I was a part of a cleanup of one somewhere in this world. I can't say names because otherwise they can genuinely like take me to court and sue my ass off. So we're not going to tell them yeah. any names. But an oil company had a spill out somewhere. And it's a big boo-boo. Like, you know, they almost had it cleaned up and then a snowstorm came and destroyed, you know, any... Uh, cleanup efforts so you know i had to Mm -hmm. go clean that up but the damage like we had to go nine inches into the ground and then it was on a swamp too so they had to like triple quadruple check to make sure there was zero damage but like deep down you know there's shit that happened there yeah well and like like i am not the, the oil, like, diehards are going to be like, oh, but every sort of alternative energy, energy has these problems. And, like, yeah, you're right. But also, like, if we don't start investing in these things, it's all about harm management, right? Yep. Like, it's, it's about which of these things is the least harmful to the environment and the world around us, right? And, like we got to figure it out. And the more we invest in these technologies, the less harmful they seem to be becoming, mm-hmm. right? Like, and, like, n- I don't think any one alternative energy is... Perfect. ...has, like, declared itself as the answer right now. Mm-hmm. Um, like, solar energy, it's really inefficient to store. Um, and I think that it's... And it's expensive to... And the process make. to both build and destroy those um the solar panels pretty detrimental to the environment as a whole yeah totally yeah and so like there's all these like 
all the arguments against it and stuff, but it's like, all right, how can we find solutions to these problems, right? Yeah. Well, and it's slowly the coming. The problem with oil is that oil is bad to burn. Yeah. Right? The problem with these other things is that, like, they're new and we don't know how... We, we haven't optimized them yet, mm-hmm. right? So. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's my take on it. <laughs> well, thank you for the environmental update. I'm sure I'll come back to you in about a year and we'll have a good conversation about it again. <laughs> if we're all alive. If we're still alive. <laughs> Uh, did you see that one meme of um, someone had a photo of like a billboard that was more or less torn apart except for the very bottom of it that said Jurassic Park coming September 2nd yeah I think I actually did I don't think it registered like fully in my brain what it was but I I kind of remember what you're talking about either way I'm just hoping that the dinosaurs come September 2nd that's all I want yeah (laughs) like we're you know we got uh, 12 days, 13 days. So bring on the dinos, God. That's all I want. <laughs> oh, I hope not. <laughs> I don't know. To like ride well, one of those. I hope that it does happen in, in this year. <laughs> in a, like, like, just get it over with. <laughs> uh, see, no, I'm riding this one out until some T Rex eats me, but I want to go capture and tame one of those uh, hard headed dudes. Ankylosaurus? Sure, let's go with... Those are the ones that are like the big thing on the end of their tail. Oh, sometimes they do, yeah. Yeah, they've got like a big bulb on the end of the, And like a shell? Yeah, like back, a... Sh- kind of? Like, yeah, kind of a shell on the back. And then like a big hard head. And just like headbutt yeah. people. Yeah. So that's my goal is when the dinosaurs come, that's who I'm training and I'm pretty much guaranteed to win. Yeah. <laughs> Shotgun in my... I don't think you are. Because I'm pretty sure those things weren't at the top of the food chain. No, but, no, no. Uh, so let's say that I have a gun. And so I'm riding on the back of my... Did you say Angliosaurus? Anklio. Anklio. So yeah, like me and my... Ankle? Yeah. So my Anklosaurus, who I've named Davis, he and I are, were having some adventures here. I've got my shotgun. We got any big old mean T-Rexes. We just shoot them. And like he... He runs away. Little tiny uh, velociraptors who aren't actually that big. I just, you know, punt them away. Big yeats. Uh, <laughs> okay, first of all, like, a shotgun's going to do literally nothing to a T-Rex. No, no, no. What? They don't have titanium plates. They're just, like, big birds with yeah, sharp teeth. Like... <laughs> A shotgun is not going to stop a T-Rex. So you're saying that my 10-gauge shotgun a is... A high-powered sniper rifle might take down a T-Rex. Yeah, but then I fall off of Davis, and now we have an issue. Exactly. A shotgun is going to do, like, literally so little to a T-Rex that it will be, like, a joke. No, no, no. So, like, okay, so they weighed, like... If you shoot an elephant... Or you'll have to be, have, be so close to a T-Rex that it will eat you. No, no, no. So, so then I'm halfway in its gob, and I shoot upwards. Okay, your your best option, if you're looking for something to, like, shoot people off of, is a brontosaurus. No, because they're too big, and you can't get on them all the time. If he starts walking away, he's too quick, because he's just walking away with those big old steps. Well, if you're riding it, I assume you've trained it. So you're also, telling me you can build a like holster or a, hol- a holter, halter? 
You're telling me you have it's a halter that's build big enough? A house on its back. I don't think they're that big. They are massive. They are so big. All right, we're looking Look this up. Look how big a brontosaurus is. I just need to. I need to have a Jamie type person who can do my googling for me. Because I also pulled a Joe Rogan and accidentally got eight edibles before this, and they're starting to kick in. <laughs> Probably not that podcast. <laughs> uh, no, no, we're fine. They're just the government ones, so they're weak. Uh, uh, <laughs> Bron D O S R S. maybe it's Brachiosaur. Well, I went with Brontosaurus. Because, like, I think they were basically the same size. They are 26 to 30 meters long. 26 they to 36? 26 to 30 meters. Okay. So, that's rough. So, you could put a tiny house on the back of them. It'd just be really long and very narrow. They are massive. Yeah, like, but so, but if you look at their spines, like you're not gonna build a stable house up there. Yeah, but you could build like a saddle thing that like turns into house. My point is, is like you could live on one's back. So, like, the, and nothing, like nothing's t- taking down, like one of these things. Okay, so like, I'm gonna counter back with the issue with these dudes is so sometimes they go up there on their hind legs right so you're gonna fall off the other thing is you have to be with one of these guys for like 15 years before they even like reach notable size so you know you've left yourself in quite a predicament where i'm gonna get on to my davis and he's gonna grow up way faster okay i feel like if we're talking about like having a dinosaur on who's on which there you could ride on their back like it, first of all, you can build whatever you build. You can make it so it's not going to fall off. And second of all, like, why wouldn't you just have an adult one? Okay, okay, no. Right? So, like, yeah, okay, fictional so, world in which dinosaurs exist. So then you're going to have to go find all this leather. So you're going to have to find all, all right. this leather. Where are you going to find all this leather, Taylor? Not like there's just a billion cows for you to go make your saddle house on your brontosaurus. <laughs> Think like, about this. Synthetic materials. I don't, uh, why? Why is this your argument? <laughs> like it's it's a terrible argument. No, it's. Why, it, I have a dinosaur and resources to have a dinosaur. Okay, how do you get on his back, though, Taylor? Okay, okay. So then let's play the pretend game of these are now adult dinosaurs. They just became adults. How are you getting onto his back? How are you constructing your house slash saddle? Is there, I don't know, a rope ladder? So what are you connecting to? It doesn't look the like there's... Saddle. <laughs> I don't know. So, like, no, how are you originally getting onto his back the first time? The first time? I'll climb up its tail. I don't know. Those things are giant whips. If he, like, decides to twitch in his sleep, you're going flying there, son. You've chosen the wrong the situa- dinosaur. Okay. The situation you've laid out for me is like a dinosaur. Yes. You get to ride that dinosaur. Yes. 
like it's trained, obviously. Otherwise, it wouldn't let you ride it. Oh no, no, no! It's your it's your goal to train said dinosaur. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. If you think you're going to be able to train any dinosaur, you're a moron. <laughs> well, too bad. I've stepped on your tiny baby dinosaur, and I win. Or is he That's an right. adult? Did you say my tiny baby? And nothing can step on this thing. Okay, so okay, so we're you're going full grown adult brontosaurus wild brontosaurus and you're going to be able just to crawl on his back have zero problems and live your the rest of your days on the giant's back well first of all dinosaurs don't exist but they could going back to god releasing yeah but what happens if (laughs) my thing is like if they did exist you would not be able to train one you just wouldn't did you know that the Brontosaurus right? used to be called the Thunder Lizard? <laughs> hey man, those animals are really kicking in. No. I actually, my phone's gonna die, so I'm gonna have to. Uh, oh head out dear. <laughs> okay. Well, that was a fun hour twenty. Um, we should definitely do this again. Yeah. I will find more questions, and I won't get let edibles kick in. Um, <laughs> it was fantastic talking to you. Talking to you again, sir. Yeah, buddy. And is there anything that you would yeah. like to plug that you're like, hey, pay attention to this thing, even if it's just yourself? All right, this is a moment I've been waiting for. All right, I. This was not about me. There's nothing having to do with anything I'm promoting. However. I've discovered that competitive pencil sharpening is a thing, and it's amazing. Like, it, there's a world record for the fastest time to sharpen ten pencils to a nub. It's incredible. Like, what what a world we live in. So go check out competitive pencil sharpening. So that's that's going to be uh, Taylor and Angus part two. So, you know, we'll get to that <laughs> when we get to it. Yeah, we will be competing, and I will crush it. Okay, do you want to shout out your Instagram? Uh, or, or, it should be like Volts is Canadian or Volts the Canadian. Uh, I'll double check. Um, Volts underscore the Canadian. I do not post very much. Okay, and your Twitter because that's actually entertaining sometimes. Uh, my Twitter. I should I should have looked this up before. Pretty much everything is the same. Um, but is my it my Twitter Vol- is at Volts Watts. Volts with a Z. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Have yourself a fantastic week there, Taylor, and we shall talk again soon. Yeah, buddy. Good talking to you. Okay. Peace. Bye. That was Taylor Watts on A Slice of Beef. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have yourself a fantastic week, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye.